Hello and welcome to another edition of the Rampant Mumblings podcast. If only I had a deep voice and I could say, previously on Rampant Mumblings. In the last episode, which is the one before this, and as I don't ever remember the number of the episode that I'm on, I was going on about what it's like to use Dragon Dictate 4 for the Mac. Now, there's two reasons for this. Some might call it lazy, I prefer, prefer to call it efficient, but... Talking to your computer is way faster and takes less effort, in some ways, than typing. Secondly, I should have done this review quite some time ago. Yes, one of those things where it's such a behemoth of a package that I'll put my hands up in the air. I honestly didn't know where to start with the review because there is so much to it. The training, the transcription, the how it works in other applications... Uh, you know, it would, I would be far better off just doing a show where fire the questions at me. And in fact, let's try it. Anyone out there, if you've got any questions at all about Dragon Dictate 4, it's only £69 at the moment. Fire them across and I'll see if I can answer them on this very podcast. Just in case you can't be bothered to go back to the previous podcast or you haven't subscribed in iTunes yet, which you can do by either going to Essential Mac or looking in the show notes, is Dragon Dictate 4 any good? Yes. If you have a little bit of ability to put together a, a coherent sentence, you don't speak in real life like you would do on a mobile phone going plus or what with an OT. Why, people? Why? I'm all for the progress of the English language. I know that we don't talk Shakespearean anymore, but I refuse to acknowledge a society where we all say that W-O-T for what and K-K is okay for okay. No, that's a society I don't want to be a part of. If anything, if anything, it just means that you're too lazy to go from the K key up and to the right by one letter to press the OK key. And if your life is so jam-packed full that you cannot take that microscopic millisecond to move your digit away from the K to the O, then you really must consider what you class as important life values. Anyway, back to the review. Right, so let's set some reasonable expectations for transcription. If you're planning to sort of, you know, rip words from a music song or a movie, no. If you're planning to record two sides of a conversation and have it come down as text for you, no. If you want to do, well, pretty much anything with more than one person, your results are going to be severely impaired. So it really is best suited to presentations, lectures, or if you're clever enough, do the whole um, transcribing, sorry, dictation into the recording app and then just let Dragon do its work afterwards. But of course you're going to get nowhere without training and transcription. Now, just like every microphone has its own audio profile, so does every transcription source, or we'll call it a person, shall we? So every person that you record has their own profile, but at least the training is a little less monotonous. To train a new transcription profile, all you have to do is load up the audio file, and what will happen is a box will appear and you can press a little play icon, which will play back the audio and highlights the, the part of the text that you want to edit or change. Now, this does have a few flaws, but I'll come on to that in a second, but let's just rewind back to the audio file bit. With the audio file, if it's got any intros, outros, stingers, buzzes, sound effects, anything like that, get rid of them. In fact, one of the best things that I found that I personally started doing to get the best out of transcription was to take my original audio, 
and start splitting it down into one minute chunks. This might not be ideal, but the results are going to be worth it, believe you me. Breaking the files down into smaller chunks means that it's more manageable for using the training window, which I'll come on to next. One thing that I forgot to mention is that in the transcription settings, you can choose regionalization of accents, male, female, north, south, east and west. Uh, if you're in America, you can choose the dialects and a few other things like that. So it's not just limited to you know, UK male only. So, right, let's have a look or let's talk about the training window. With the audio file now processed, a little box will appear on the window containing your hopefully correctly transcribed text. But of course, there's going to be errors. Some of these errors are going to be human-induced. This is probably because when people talk and they, well, as you can um, probably hear, like I often uh, quite do on the podcast, you get ums, ahs, pauses and stutters. There's nothing you can do about this apart from if you really want to edit them out in the audio source file. You can make corrections though and this is where the most important bit of the training comes in. To correct results is it's fairly easy I've got to be honest but there is a bit of a flaw with this and I'll come on to that in the next couple of minutes. So what you do if you spot a mistake is you click on the part of the text that has a mistake and it will highlight the phrase. When it highlights the phrase a little box appears under that containing some audio controls so you can listen back to what's been said and then make corrections. Now you probably won't fail to notice that in the results box there is no punctuation. If you get tempted to add an apostrophe, comma, semicolon, air quotes, or anything like that, don't. Ignore it. Do not add any punctuation to the results. For some reason, if you do, like say for example you add a full stop to the end of a sentence, it will show that it's not happy with the corrections that you made. But if you remove that full stop at the end of the sentence, everything comes up okay, which is strange really. But I suppose it makes sense because when it's doing a transcription, the end result doesn't contain any punctuation at all. Although it does do some sort of auto-correcting for there and other sort of examples like that. With the training done, you then get your text edit window containing all of your results, but there is one omission. If you spot a mistake, there's no control playbacks at all to say, okay, in the fourth sentence, uh, there's a problem here, but I can't remember what was said, play it back, like in the training window. Instead, you have to go down the really cumbersome route of opening up the audio file, seeking to the position, and then working out what's what from there. So. When you're doing the training, look at it as a, as a way to sort of accurately make sure you get all of the results without the pain of having to load up the audio file again and listen through, through it. This is also why I break my files down into one minute, which is a bit of a pain in the backside, I know. Um, as far as I'm aware, drag and dictate description will only do a minute at a time, but in some rare instances, I have seen it do more, but I've yet to be able to replicate that. So there are obviously upsides and downsides to using transcription. The upside is if you're recording lecture notes or you're recording your own notes whilst out in the field or you want to sort of transcribe a newscast or an interview, something like that. I've even done the, uh, the Apple presentations with Tim Cook just to see, you know, see if it would work and it did. Um, quite working out the American regionalised accent so it was a little bit tricky. It works. 
It would have been a much, much better offering if when doing the transcription, every time you loaded up an audio file, it pretty much forced you into doing some training. Otherwise, you end up loading an audio file, working out why it's so horrifically wrong at times, going back, then reopening the profile, reopening the training window and processing the training. Transcription works and it can work really well or really poorly. Now, some of this is down to the audio quality and some of this is down to implementation. What sucks is that if you jump straight into doing a transcribe, it doesn't bring up the little dialogue box with the options to say, ah, right, okay, this is the paragraph that I recognized. Is this text right? Instead, it just goes straight through and does the processing. Now, this might be okay after about six or seven times you've done the processing and providing they use a sort of similar set of vocabulary throughout all of the audio, but it just seems like one hell of a glaring omission. Of course, the transcription feature of Dragon Dictate 4 might be completely irrelevant for you, but it is handy to have it there if, say, you want to gather all the stats from an Apple Keynote presentation. I've got a Tim Cook profile set up, and over the last two uh, keynotes, it's worked really well. Well, at least my side has, shame about Apple streaming. But that's, a, again, that's another rampant mumbling in the making. So it's worth it. As an overall package, don't just buy it for the transcription. If you want to buy Dragon Dictate, go on Amazon, follow the show links. Like I said, I do get a kickback. And right now it is at unbelievable value. And if you've got the money, it's well worth giving it a try. I'm probably going to follow up on this again tomorrow as I've had a whole weekend to have the, uh, the full experience, shall we say, in my workflow and we'll see how it goes. So all that's left for me to say is that you can follow on my writings, ramblings and reviews over at essentialmac.co.uk, not the .com. You can follow me on Twitter at Ocean Speed and until next time, ta-da!